When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this one's come through. Maybe Jeremy can appreciate this one uh, because Wicker has said, my wish for tw- uh, for, with Santa for 2024 is that Kane Williamson scores a triple century against the Aussies at Hagley Oval. Good morning, Jeremy. How good would that be? <laughs> that would be outstanding, wouldn't it? Um, that that means we might get to 350. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jeremy, don't be like that. Nah, I know, I know, it's Christmas. You're quite right, fellas. We'll make a thousand. What, what, what is it about playing Australia? We're, we're trying to think back to the last series that we beat Australia uh, in Tess. And I think it was 1990. We had a one-off test where we beat them, 1-0. And we were thinking, oh, is that a test series? What is it about playing Australia that well, why we struggle? Well, they're pretty good, mate, aren't they? Um, Is it a mental block? Oh, there might be a wee bit of that because of the history uh, and and seeing them, you know, all the time on the telly and that sort of stuff and winning World Cups, just, you know what I mean? Um, Mm. And they do do project. I remember when we played that we actually beat them. I will tell you that, fellas. Uh, Back in 85, we beat them in Australia and then they came here and we beat them in New Zealand as well. So it's not impossible... Um, we did have a guy called Hadley, which helped, and we did have Crow. Um, but, you know, um, we, you do have to have a lot of self-belief and strong, you know, there's a lot of talk around the field. They're very confident kind of players. And, and in their culture, you know how rugby has been for us. Mm. Cricket yep. is for them. And so it is built in their blood and their bones, actually. Um, and so... Yeah, they are hard to beat, and they have got some good players, but it's not impossible. I suppose the one thing that we've got going in our favour now, Jeremy, is we don't have to uh, rely on Australian umpires, a.k.a. Mike Whitney's LBW. <laughs> yeah, you're bloody right there, actually. I've got to say, I mean, it was very hard to get some of those guys out. Um, and, and, um, and, and certainly that, that was one that really we should have had, wasn't it, really? Mm. I mean, that plum. was just plum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had the same. We had the same. We had a guy got out. Kenzie was bowling at his, you know, at, at his peak, round about the latter Lance Cairns, and he was bowling to a guy called Higgs, who, who was their number 11. He bounced him out with the slowest bouncer. Oh, he, Kenzie almost had time to go and get it, you know, because he didn't, <laughs> he didn't like the look of it. You know what I mean? And, um, and then, and, and, and it got his glove, and it was taken, and it was no balls by the, by the Aussie umpire because it was so dangerous. And the guy had a helmet on. He'd been batting for half an hour. He had gloves. He had everything on, you know. So, I mean, it was ridiculous. Some of the decisions we had were just unbelievable. Um, anyway, look, yeah, it'll, our neutral umpires are with us now, aren't they? Oh, let's stand in now and let's look forward to this Black Caps yeah, uh, team taking on uh, Bangladesh yeah. in, in the next outing at Saxton. But what is it about Dunedin? Uh, we're, we're 20 unbeaten outings for the Black Caps across all formats in Dunedin. Is it becoming somewhat of a fortress? 
good good place to play. Um, mm. Don't play there much, do they, New Zealand? I mean, I, no. uh, it's been a few years since they've had tests down there. We've moved from Carisbrook, of course, uh, which was w- when I was around, but now it's a uh, university oval. A smallish kind of ground, nice little ground, good to watch cricket at if you get a nice day. Um, but, um, yeah, we've, we've done pretty well there. I mean... That was a there was a great game a couple of years ago. I remember where Taylor Ross Taylor was batting on one leg. Remember that, and mm. he um, mm. he got 180, I think, that day, and we chased down a hell of a total by, against England. We've had some good games there um, today. Saxton Oval, um, yeah, Nelson. If there's going to be a pitch of the three that the Bangladesh team are playing on, this one will suit them the most. doesn't mean they're going to win or anything. I'm just saying it'll suit them a bit more. Mm. It, it's a little bit slower, so and there's not quite the bounce. It's the closest to their own conditions they're going to get in New Zealand. And so I think their bowlers uh, will do a bit better. Shoreful is a good bowler. He got, he got those two first early wickets the yeah. other day. He's a good bowler, that boy. Um, he's, he's a bit taller than Bolt, and so he gets a bit more bounce. Um, and he deserved those two early wickets, I thought. Uh, good bowling. And there's another guy called Mr. Fazur, who's a, you'd call him a variation bowler. He doesn't bowl pace. He takes the pace off, and he skids them at you, and he, he spins them a little bit. So they're called cutters. And so they grip just a little bit more on the Saxton Oval surface, and they hold on the surface a bit more, harder to hit through the, the ball. So there'll be more bowlers that it will suit. They've got a spinner called Maity, uh, who got smashed the other day. New Zealand handled that quite well, I thought. It wasn't easy because, you know, you lose early wickets, you get rain breaks, all the overs is coming down all the time you go out. And, you know, you, you know you've got to get your run rate up and going. And I thought Young and, uh, and, and Latham did a pretty good job there, coming out at about 18 overs to 30. They smashed it, really. And, and the, getting 10, 12, 15, 17 runs and over, you know. And so in the end, they got a pretty good total um, and were able to hold on with our new bowlers. So I think the interesting thing is the new bowlers, isn't it, fellas? Yeah, that mm. definitely. Uh, that, that is definitely a point of interest, Jeremy. Uh, what did you What did you make of the big tall uh, uh, Willow Rourke out of Canterbury? Uh, he, he, yeah, he was well, a bit nervy, but he got that last wicket. He did. He did. You're right, and that'll make him feel a bit better about the whole thing. Yeah, it was. It was a wee bit underwhelming. I so got to say, he leans away to the offside, and then he just lost his line, didn't he? And was picked off on the leg side a bit. Mm. Uh, he's bowling at about 135, so that's a wee bit more than we the pace we've got at the moment. So that's mm. okay. And let's hope he goes a bit. It's very early days. You know what it's like is that you, you know, mm. your first test goes by in just a sort of a blink of an eyelid, doesn't it? And, and um, it's, it's once you get into the, into the rhythm of the game at that level, things happen more quickly. Um, and, and then you either, you're either able to cope with that and respond to it and, and put your mark on the game uh, or, mm. or you sort of you find it a bit too tough. Um, this 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 is a new boy. Um, I'm interested yep. to see how he goes today. He'll be better for it, no doubt. He get the experience, oh, yeah. and uh, he'll he'll take it. 
you'll take a lot from that that performance and uh, maybe potentially be one for the future. But Ben Sears and Finn Allen weren't included in the 11 for the first ODI. Finn was obviously released to play for Auckland yesterday. He hit three sixes, opening the batter. He's yeah. now rejoined the Black yeah. Caps setup of head today ahead of today's match. Do you think he'll be included? Don't think so. Think he'll yeah. he'll he won't play today. I think they're probably the only change for New Zealand today which is forced on them, really, is, is Sodi won't be there. He was only selected mm. for the first game. And there's a young lad called Addy Ashok who plays in Auckland. Uh, he's played yep. a couple of T20s for the Black Caps. He went over to the UAE, played some three silly T20s over there. I mean, I didn't think there's any point of it. I, I see so many games <laughs> nowadays, you two, you guys. Yeah. There's so yeah. much cricket, it's like, it's like it eat, it's eating itself, the game. You know, it's devouring itself. Mm. Um, and you don't even know where you are in competitions and where the games are. I mean, there are so many, so many matches of different formats, and then you've got IPL auctions. They're about to start in March next year, right through April and May, um, and 70-odd games. There's so much sport going on, isn't there? Yeah, there's heaps of, heaps going on. I mean, you could have said yeah. silly T20 just as a format in general, personally, Jeremy, but it might be a bit controversial. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. I know. No, it's a wonderful game, that T20. I love it. My word. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 you, do you wish you, you're available now with the money that's been thrown around, Jeremy? What about this oh. ludicrous amount of money? It's Mitchell Stark, $4.7 million. Get a loan from Daryl Mitchell, why don't you? Yeah, I know. Put a, I'd put a couple more loaves of bread on the table. Bit of Vegemite going on there too, I think. Um, um, yeah, I, it was. It is, isn't it? It's amazing the amount that the players... And I can understand the players wanting to do it. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure... I'm not sure we need it to overtake the other formats. I, I'd, like, mm. I'd like to hope and I'd like to think we can still play the odd test match, you know? Yeah. And I do like yeah. ODIs, I've got to say, because it's a bit of a joiner between tests and T20s. You see a bit of both at different mm. times of the game. So I quite like, I, quite, I think it's a good game. There's still long enough for a team to, to you know, be in trouble. And yet, mm. as New Zealand did, pull their way out of it, you know, the other day. Just going back to, to, to the Black Caps uh, and that outing yeah. in Dunedin, they were put under yeah. a lot of pressure, particularly when Russian Ravindra went out early and then Henry Nichols. Are they, yeah. uh, what are we expecting to see from them today, Is particularly Henry Nichols? Does he need to score some runs today to, to quieten the pundits down? Yeah, there's a lot of talk about him, isn't there? Mm. Um, mm. Um, I, look, he's, he's been around a long time. Um, yeah, yeah he, he does. I, I had a, a quick look. Someone asked me about his test runs last year, and I, he, he, got, he got a 200 not out, and yet he, for the whole season, and he played 13 innings, he got sort of something like 350 runs. So he only scored 150 runs out of the other 12 games. I, I, he'll yeah. know more than anybody else. He, he needs to get a few. And I'd like to mm. see Ratch and Ravindra get a few as well, just for New Zealand, because... Man, did he hit the ball well over in uh, in India, didn't he? I, did he got picked up, didn't he, for a three fifty thousand? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and he's at that New Zealand kind of franchise, isn't he, with Flem in charge? Yeah, and so he'll join. Yeah, he'll join Conway and Santner. Um, you know, uh, so that's good. And Mitchell, of course, he's going over there as well. So it's kind of a New Zealand becoming a New Zealand home away from home thing, isn't it? 
Do you feel like with Russian, uh, because he's been there's been a lot of hype for him, you know, ever since the ODI, everyone was talking about him getting a million dollars. Do you reckon that played a part in, in maybe that testing, uh, that little innings down there in Dunedin? He just looked a little bit uncomfortable. He looked uncomfortable yeah. for one of them anyway. I mean, for half yeah. his innings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tell you what, though, it wasn't a bad ball. It was in quite close to that off stump. Yeah. Um, and it's not as if he pushed out a lot at it, I, you know, and it mm. just nipped away. It was a new ball. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's, he's good enough to nick it. it you know, two inches more, I mean, he's hitting the middle of the bat, if you think of that, yeah. from that kind of mm. way. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't think he'd get too upset about it all. Um, I, hope to, I just hope he can show New Zealanders at home he's a good player, you know. And um, I, I'm all for, the, for, you know, for loyalty in sport. Um, yeah. And that's the kind of issue that, you know, for selectors and that sort of thing. But I do think there's also a point at which you say, fellas, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a loyal selector, but when, it, when a better player comes along, yeah. that's when there's going to be changes. You know, and I think you've always got to have that as a component of your selection process. You know, if a better player comes along, clearly he makes the team. You know, you can't keep, keep mm. on picking the same people just out of loyalty. Yeah, 100%. And now, Jeremy, I'll, I'll ask you to get your Mystic Meg crystal ball out and just just, oh. just, just think about the, the, the current IPL, IPL auction we just talked about. If you could uh, drop uh, Prime Paddles, Prime Martin Crow, uh, Prime Jerry Coney into this oh, IPL shit. season, what, what sort of money are, they, are those three going for? <laughs> well, Pads... Paddles would have to go, wouldn't he, really? Because he gives them two, you know, two options, the bowling option and also the batting one. He, he was quite a good striker of the ball pads. Um, and what would he go for? I would think he would be somewhere between Mitchell and Stark uh, in this last one. Um, mm. Hogan, Hogan was just such a beautiful batsman and could play on lots of wickets and found ways of solving problems. Um, and so I would think he would be around about the Mitchell thing as well, to be honest. Me, I would actually carry the drinks beautifully, um, <laughs> and, and, and I would have a nice little serviette over my arm as I went out there as well. So uh, polishing the glasses before I gave the boys a little drink, you know, a few bubbles <laughs> oh, out there on the back. <laughs> was it you that they modelled Willie the Waiter from the Waikato draft bottles on? That's what that sounds and, like. Mate, it could it could be it could be. Except I would have I wouldn't have brown bottles. I would go for the sort of the greener ones with the wine inside them. Mm. But that's a bit dull, isn't it? But never mind. No, no, that's great, Jeremy. That's great. Hey, I, I just uh, you know we talk about you know pitches. I know Bangladesh got a bit of stick for that pitch in the second test and things. Yep. But we were talking about how good, or Izzy was talking about how good our uh, our results in Dunedin have been. It's a fortress. And then I looked at who we've played in Dunedin. Talk about picking the right teams to take to the coldest part of New Zealand. We've played down there in these 10 unbeaten ODIs, Bangladesh four times, Sri Lanka twice, Pakistan once, and Zimbabwe once. You take all the teams that are used to playing in 40 <laughs> degrees and play them in Dunners, that'll help. <laughs> I know. And the, and the heaters mysteriously go missing from their, you know, their dressing room. It, it, it's, it, you know, they suddenly don't work and the power's turned off. 
I remember we played the West Indies down there. They they came out and we played them in a test match, which we happened, they happened to win actually just with two of the worst leg buys run in the world. But never mind, uh, we'll take them. Um, and, um, you know, they came out with sort of four jerseys on. They could hardly move, you know. And uh, there's Clive Lloyd coming out. And he's like, gee, Clive's put on weight. <laughs> you know, and he's, um, yeah, it is. It's really, really quite, it can be chilly. It can be chilly down mm. there. Um, but, yep. We'll take them down there. Don't worry about that. We'll, that's no problem there. So I get your point. Yes. I understand it. Yeah, drive to the conditions, as they say, Jeremy. Hey, listen, really appreciate well, your time yeah. this morning, my friend. Yeah, oh, no problem at all. We'll put them down on that. We always used to pass when we went down in, uh, in Carisbrook, you know, and you'd go past that uh, scrum machine, you know, there <laughs> and the sawdust. You could always tell when the Otago side had had a good year because they renewed the sawdust under the stand, you know, and, and uh, there was Jazz Muller's jockstrap hanging over the machine, the, you know, they, you know, and get him down on there, get him into those bloody <laughs> scrum. I tell you what, be good, that bang desk boys that had sort them out they would yeah. sort them out indeed <laughs> go well Jeremy have a great call today eh? Oh, alright boys Jeremy. take it easy good on you cheers no, uh, don't so early will you next time yeah, yeah sorry a- apologies mate <laughs> apologies have a great Christmas <laughs> too alright take uh, care cheers. see you guys cheers Jeremy Coney he's going to be uh, joining Daniel McCarty Garth Galloway and Chris Harris for live coverage of the second ODI between the Black Caps and Bangladesh in Nelson coverage starting right here on SENZ from 10.30 this morning is he